What's good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Brick by Brick. Uh, I am your host, Max Fam, and today we have my good friend Jacob Owens of Jacob Owens Productions and the Buff Nerds, and also newly added member to the Riveting Entertainment team. So, this guy's got a lot of stuff going on, and he has a lot to say, and I'm really excited for you guys to hear uh, what we had to talk about. Um, I've known Jacob for a while, but this was cool for me to sit down and sort of pick him apart and ask him things and really, really kind of understand him as an artist a little bit more. Um, what really kind of draws me to him as a as an artist and as a creative is not only is he driven and really motivated and, deter- and determined in his work, but he has a he has a pretty unique sense of style when it comes to the stuff that he creates. So. I'm always kind of drawn to that when an artist has like you can really tell their their sense of individuality in their work, you know. Um, but as far as the episode goes, we talked about a lot of cool stuff. Uh, we covered kind of like the importance of good networking, uh, just in business and uh, us like as independent creatives, you know. Uh, overcoming self doubt as a creative, I think some a lot of you guys will be able to relate with that, even myself. And, you know, how he built the Buff Nerds and how he kind of tied it into his commercial his commercial career. So there's a lot of good info in there. It's really fun to catch up with him and, uh, and just spit some realness. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited for you guys to listen. So without further ado, here's Brick by Brick featuring Jacob Owens of the Buff Nerds. So, welcome to a, yet another episode of Brick by Brick. Sitting down here currently with my homie Jacob Owens. What's up, Jacob Owens Productions? I know. Yeah. Podcast is kind of tight to do. <laughs> what is that? Have you done any of these before? Uh, like a internet one, like right, like okay. through Skype or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tight. Well, a uh, little background on uh, my relationship with Jacob. Um, I actually met him. I met you when. When did I meet you? It was during the Jesse McCartney days. Right. I was a dancer for Jesse McCartney. Right. Which is kind of funny. And to I say. was doing. A <laughs> <laughs> Sounds cool. Yeah, and I was doing. A, I did one of his videos. Uh, super the bad. first super bad. I did his music video super bad. That uh, it was kind of like his. I guess like comeback video. He hadn't yeah. dropped music in a long time. It was cool. It was cool for me because that was like my first big. Budget. That was your big one. Right? That was my first big budget. I, and I say big budget, but because for me at the time it was very big budget. I was used to little run and gun music videos, yeah. and so like a twenty five thousand dollar budget music video is like massive to me. And E News Hollywood was there, and yeah. it was Jesse McCartney who was like the Justin Bieber of, <laughs> of the, my era. The OG Justin Bieber. Right, Bieber, right. Yeah. The OG Justin Bieber for yeah. sure. So. It was kind of like nostalgic at the same time, like so all these kind of like pieces and it was dope. But yeah, so yeah, I met you because you were doing. I was on I was on his tour. Yeah, in Technicolor tour. Yeah, and then we met through my homie Jake, uh, David. Uh, where did I, we? Where did we, did we meet? I don't know. Remember where I actually met at you? At the show, maybe. I think at the show. Yeah, I probably. I think you had a show at the House of Blues, yeah. maybe, yeah. and then yeah. I met you there. I think that's where briefly. I met most of most of everyone. Yeah, very yeah. briefly. Because I remember meeting, yeah, all you, all you guys there, I think, and then that's kind of where, um, yeah, we continued to... That was like, that was like three know. years ago. That was, oh. No, that's like four now, coming up Not on four. four. I've, I've, I've only been in LA for about four years. Okay. I've got about a year in. So okay. Right, that exactly, but it feels like... Right, It right. feels like a lot longer. feels a lot longer. This, this, no, I mean, there's times, there's times like, because I've been in LA coming up on four years now, and there's times where... 
just like I feel like when I'm you know w- along with my music videos and just uh, my career I feel like it's been a lot longer because I've been grinding so hard like yeah. than it actually is and I'm like and sometimes I get hard on myself about it like like that maybe I'm, I'm not where I want to be necessarily and then I'm like dang like it hasn't even been four years right. that I've been in LA and there's people that have been working here 10 plus years or grew up here and like and still aren't you know like so like sometimes I gotta check myself and be like bro you're cool. You're good. You're like, good. Yeah. You're you in know. literally no rush. Right. Right. But I think I think it's also because when you're out here, like the 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 vibe in LA, and you can you can uh, tell me if you agree or not, but the vibe in LA is like everybody's just on their shit. Right. Like right. literally everyone is in their own world. Right. And if if your collaboration kind of fits along their trajectory, you guys collaborate and then you keep it moving. Right. right? LA moves right. so everything fast. moves so fast, and when one thing ends, it's like it's it's history and it's like all right what's next and it's just like you jump from one thing to the next and other people are always doing stuff and not that you're trying to play keep up but you're always trying to stay on on your shit and make sure that you don't you know you know i guess plateau wouldn't be the right word but just you know you don't want to slack off because there's always someone who's hungry like and willing to like grind and go hard and who's working hard and you see that and so yeah it's just kind of this never-ending it's a good way to look at it right when because, okay, to be honest, bro, like, before coming here, I had, like, you know, I was had rehearsals, and I've been in the gym, I'm, like, tired, like, my body is, like, exhausted, and you're, I'm, like, asking you all these dates, and you're, like, oh, you busy, I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm, like, dude, okay, you know that this is the only day that you have to make it happen, go. Right. Go, go, right. go. Like, because literally, right. you're busy out right. of the next yeah. two and a half weeks that, like, I'm here and you're here, you know, this is the only day that we can even connect, you know? Right. So, it's, like, yeah, when... And that was something, um, like, I've, I guess I'll say I've always, I don't know, I guess you could call this uh, networking in a sense, what we're yeah. doing right now. And totally. and that's one thing I've always struggled with and still continue, I feel like, to struggle with, like, that, but it's so important in, I feel like, any asset or uh, facet of life when it comes to work, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, so much of you know any industry whether it's what i do which is you know video production or what you do with dance is you know who you know and making the right connections and i feel like you know for me that's how i got this coming back to the jesse mccartney that's how i got the jesse mccartney job was because the producer of the whole like project and video knew of me and what i could do with like on a on a smaller scale um but still do something really good and so he hit me up and brought me on. It wasn't because Jesse McCartney was like, yo, this guy does dope right. videos. I want to hire oh, him. Okay. It's so because it came I, by chance. It came by chance That's because sick. the guy running the project knew me and brought me on and asked me to bring me on. And Jesse, he showed him Jesse, he showed Jesse my videos and he was like, yeah, he's cool. Let's right. do it. Right. So it became because I knew this guy and I had, I had met him before and done some video and he liked me. Yeah. I liked him. And so it happened. And so it's like, yeah, Always so much of everything is networking and I don't I think that's a lot of things people don't realize is like the aspect of like if you just go to this thing you never know who you're gonna meet totally. that turns into something that's else like Los your Angeles. life could change by meeting that's one person Los Angeles man right like, this is the place it's so exciting you know if, right if you trust if you trust it you're like okay I just gotta like let go and let somebody take the wheel you know, right and let my night just turn out however it needs to be right. no expectations right. you know yeah um, I mean there's so many times like I'll have someone <clears> be like yo you want to come to this event? This and I'm not one that like again. I don't. That's I'm very introverted yeah. naturally. I don't like to. I don't like to talk on to the, the phone with like really anyone. Really? My brother, my mom. <laughs> like I just don't talk yeah, on the I phone. 
I'm very like to myself, introverted. I don't like to go out and party and do all that stuff. So, like I said, it's something I've always kind of struggled with and, and still struggle with and need to get better at because, yeah, again, it's so much of, you know, this industry is just networking and meeting the right people. And the times I have gone out when I've like told myself like, no, just go out. Like I've either had a lot of fun or I've met someone that it was like, it ended it. up benefiting me. So and it was like, yo, like, why was I even debating totally. like coming out? Yeah, like, like it's painless. I'm, right. It's, yeah, 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 it didn't hurt. You know, otherwise I would be just like chilling in the crib right now on the couch, like not doing anything right. beneficial necessary. Not saying that I wouldn't be working at, at anything at home, but it's like, you don't want to miss those potential opportunities. Yeah. You get out, you get out. You what never you know what, yeah, you never know what could come of, yeah. you know, the smallest things. And that's what I try, like the messages I've been receiving on social media lately, just, you know, people asking for tidbits of advice, like, yo, like, how'd you get to where you are? Or, or how do you, you know, prog- like progress your career? I've been, you know, shooting videos for a year now and I seem to not be going anywhere. And I'm like, first off, you've been doing it only a year. Yeah, like, sure. I feel like in today's like world, like, everything like people just expect it to happen instantly or yeah. want it to happen instantly yeah. and it's like man i was grinding on this hard before i ever moved to la and now i've been in la three four years doing it really hard it's like it's not just gonna happen in six months to a year mm-hmm. to you know i mean maybe very rare cases very very rare but i think a lot of people just don't even realize the work ethic that needs to go into something like that or just think that you know it, it just happens for people overnight. I mean, totally. even look at Macklemore. Like people thought, like he exploded onto the scene overnight, and it's like you know how hard he was, how long he was working on music until he had that one song that took him off. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think people, that's one thing people need to understand is, um, first off, right off the bat, that you know it's it's gonna be a lot of work, and you need to put a lot of work into it. And I think people in general just want things to happen overnight and expect it to, and they don't put in the work ethic that it really takes to be right. successful. I think nowadays recognition can happen overnight, right. but it's the amount of preparation or right. the amount of work that you've done prior to that slim chance happening. Right. Will you be able to handle it right. and springboard off of it? Right. You know, but, uh, yeah, dope, 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 dope. Um, before we get too far into that, just real quick, um, where, like, where do you come from? You're from Arizona, right? Like, I come from Arizona, born and raised in, uh, Arizona. Love that place. Hopefully one day I can live there permanently. Really, but you love yeah, it that much, huh? Yeah, man. I I have, I have a house back there, and uh, <laughs> but it's just like to me that's home. Like whenever I'm back there, it feels like home. Uh-huh. When I'm here, it feels like I'm on a work trip. Really? Like not like like just all the time. Like when I'm here, it doesn't feel like I'm ever home. It just feels like I'm like, yeah, on an elongated work trip until I go really? back to Arizona, and then I feel like I'm home. That's like, your happy place. It's, it's tough, man. Like, I remember um, the first time when I came to move out here, it was a year after I graduated film school at ASU, and I was getting hit up a lot for music videos, like, hey, come to L.A., you know, shoot this video, or I would miss out on opportunities because I wasn't from L.A. They'd find mm-hmm. out I was in Arizona. I was like, oh, let us know when you're in L.A., then, then we'll talk. Yeah, yeah. And so I finally made the jump, moved out here by myself. I had never lived more than five minutes from home. Like, I, the school I went to, ASU, five minutes from my house. I born and raised in Arizona. Born and raised Arizona. Lived with roommates. Then moved back to home the last two years in college. And so I never lived far from home. Never alone. Mm-hmm. And so this was my first time moving to a new city. Didn't know too many people. Living by myself. Yeah. You know, um, it was. I remember it being 
Like, it was really exciting. Don't get me wrong. Like, I was stoked. But that first night after my parents helped me move in and went back to Arizona and I was sitting on my couch alone in my loft, like, I was just like, I didn't cry, but I wanted to because I was like, I was terrified. I was like, what if, I was like, what if this doesn't work? Like, it was just, I had never been alone like that before. Like, I was, you know, and granted, Arizona was close to California, but I was, I was alone. Like, like for the real first time in my life. And I remember I called my mom, like, I tried to be, you know, real tough, but then like a couple days passed and same kind of just feelings kept happening. I was like, dang, like, did I, did I make a wrong decision? Did I, you know, like just, I feel like anyone has those, you you know, you, you think about your future a lot and sometimes it can get overwhelming, you know, and, um, it's hard to take things day by day. Like you, you start to like, kind of just think like have these little, not panic attacks, but yeah, did I, did I make make the right decision? Cause Mm -hmm. that was a big jump. And I remember calling her like, I, you know, I don't know, like, I don't know if this is going to be right. And she was like, just tough it out. Like, you know, and, and I'm glad I did because if I wouldn't have never taken that risk to move out to LA to pursue like, you know, video pro- production or music videos, like there's no way I would be where I'm at right now. Totally. It's just not, right. I wouldn't, right. I wouldn't have the career, the, 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 the following the like, just, I, I don't even know what I would be doing. That goes, like, with, I that just, goes with everything. Right. It makes you realize how. You just I, you should take risks, right? Now, and I always tell people that like the bigger the risk, the bigger the reward. Like, and that taking like risks obviously are scary for a reason. They're risks. Like, but the the result that be can come from that taking that risk is so much better than like failing that mm-hmm. risk. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I like I still think like sometimes when I'm like by myself and I'm all in my thoughts or whatever, I'm like. Like, I still have those thoughts of, like, what if I would have never moved to L.A.? Like, right. what would my life be like? Right. And so it's, like, and it, 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 it I don't know, it's, it's a crazy thought. Like, because I couldn't imagine not doing what I'm doing right now or being where I'm at. Like, and, yeah, yeah so for, like, I guess anyone listening, like, if you're having some thoughts about something that, some risk you want to take or is this worth it, whether it's, you know, not even just music videos or anything, but anything like, should I go to film school? You know, like, Oh, it's a, it's a lot of money. Like, but you really passionate about it. Like take that risk. Yeah, you know, you don't want to have that regret of like, what if like, you know, and, and that's, that's one of the biggest things for me and why I moved to LA in the first place. I followed my passion and I didn't want to have this like, you know, regret of not chasing that, you mm-hmm. know? So and I feel like, yeah. I feel like there's, there's little, there's little hurdles that you have to overcome once you make a big step to an, a foreign place. Like, right. like because, especially for us as like creatives in Los Angeles, you get here, and when you're, yeah. in your, when you're sitting in your new apartment by yourself the first night after your, anything that's familiar to you yeah. has just left you and dropped yeah. you off in this yeah. like foreign place, as, as someone in your particular industry, as a video producer, you start to think about not only are you alone, but the massive pool of right. competitors and other sharks that you have like swimming right. around you, you know, and you like for a second get intimidated. You're right. like, you're like, can I handle the burden of working hard? Mm-hmm. What whether it's you look at it as working hard or being around other incredibly talented people that have put in work before you. Like, right. do I have enough time to get there? before they've gotten there like it's it's almost like it's all a race right you know no, and you absolutely. kind of get scared of like you're 
intimidated and you start to analyze if you're fast enough right to to put up a a, a, a record right next to someone well i think that's a, a thing know? with a lot of people it's just like self-doubt and not either believing or thinking like is my stuff good enough or am i going to be good enough because yeah. i've come across a lot of young you know videographers that you know i either talk to through you know direct messages or that come help out on one of my sets because i'm always openly welcoming like people to come learn and be on my sets and some of the stuff you know that i hear from them is you know about like them being scared to put out work because they don't know if it's good enough and it's yeah. like just put it out man yeah, like yeah. just believe in yourself and put it out and like you like why would you not want like what if something great comes from that and all but all because you were what so you scared, scared to put like, it yeah, out what, what, are you scared? what are your reasons right. for not putting it out? right right because you're terrified right you gotta swallow that yeah you gotta, t- you gotta take the L on that one right like, who cares yeah who absolutely cares? like that's what I'm saying like people there's sharks around you that don't care right you know you your your shit could be better and yeah and i think it's it's tough for creatives like like you said like coming out here and being in a freelance world you have to create your own like destiny like it's not like you're you're hired on a job and you work x amount of days a week you're getting your 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 paycheck or this or that like there i mean it's it's all word of mouth people hiring you and like you have to like go create work for yourself yeah, yeah. it does you can't it's How not just gonna come to you right it, you know? and that's the that's the thing a question i get a lot from people is just like yo how did you you know i'm kind of stuck i'm getting hit up by the same clients or how did you start working with bigger and bigger artists like how did how did you manage that and it's like i hit them up like i would mm-hmm. email constantly i would reach out on facebook twitter and message them i remember the first time i landed like a bigger artist at the time is uh D.Y., who is now David Morris, who's my roommate, but at the time, when I reached out to him, he was a popular rapper on, you know, the internet and YouTube, and um, much higher than the level of artists I was working with, but I just hit him up, I reached out on Facebook, because at the time, Facebook was a good way to, like, connect with artists, Um, and I just messaged him, I was like, hey, I could do a music video for half, better than what you're getting now, and for half the price. (laughs) And he literally messaged me back um, in, I don't know, like two hours. And next thing you know, like two days later, he was in Arizona with me and we were shooting a video. And from there on out, I shot the rest of his videos. And we were homies. And that led to other bigger artists taking notice of me because they saw these videos I was doing with him. And it was kind of this ladder, you know, it was this chain reaction of, you know, I did this video for this artist and bigger artists take notice of that artist. And so then I do, would do that artist video. And then bigger artists who have their eye on that artist would see that artist video and I would get them. And yeah. it just kind of just Once kept building and building. It, you realize, you're like, oh, shit. Right, but I would reach out. Now. I would reach out all the time. And, and granted, there's going to be a lot of times where you don't hear anything back at all or you right. just hear no. Or the majority of the time, you're just not going to hear anything back. Totally. But that one yes that I got from this person mm-hmm. started a chain reaction on this side over here and led me. So it's like... You got like I said, you got to create your own destiny. Right. Like you put he, out a bunch of he lines. would have probably never found me or come across my had work and had to hit me up to be like, "Yo, I want you to do my video." That it just there's a, probably a ninety nine percent chance that would have right. happened, but I made it happen, mm-hmm. you know. And so I think that's one of the biggest pieces of advice I can give to people is you you got to make stuff happen. Yeah. You got to you and I, I still. You know, I think that's something I could still even do better on now. It's like you kind of get in this comfortable zone where you start getting brought on to projects and the work's kind of coming to you and you feel like you don't need to reach out. But I could probably even get to a higher level if I just started reaching out to the guy to keep 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 cracking away. Exactly. You get, you kind of get in this comfort zone and 
and like you're like oh I'm cool with where I'm at and like the the work's coming to me but you don't know what big level fish could be out there that you could get to now but I'm not actively seeking that you know and you have to seek that just just as if you know I was a rookie in the game like when I was reaching out to that artist Mm -hmm. so let me let me um, ask you is was there any ever at any point uh like so you 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 just said when you were a rookie right so in contrast from like then to now at any point in this entire thing what sort of like enticed you to take that upon yourself is 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 that like a trait that you've always had like no because again i'm like i'm like an introvert i don't like talking to people right so what what made you reach out that was me just wanting how i wanted it bad i wanted to be successful i wanted to direct big budget music videos i and the only way to get there was to that was my first step was trying to reach bigger artists to do their videos and climb that ladder. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I don't like to, like I said, communicate in that sense, but I knew it was something I had to do and I wanted to, to be at this certain level. And so I just knew it was something I needed to do. Yeah. So, yeah. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta take an ally. If if you're scared, then do you, would you rather be scared or would you rather seek opportunity? Right. Right. Okay. So like, if you're scared, I don't care. Again, the, the worst thing that can be happen happen is they either say no or you just don't hear anything bad. Right. Like, like that's not bad right. at all. That's not. Rejection. Yeah, that's not scary. And yeah. I I get how it can be scary, but it's like, man, the 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 alternate universe to that no, that yes is like, like it's it, it can be crazy, yeah. and you just never know where that can take you. So, to be scared of just, you know that that little bit of rejection is, is, uh, I mean, I get it. It's natural, but it's, it's worth, you mm-hmm. know, going out and trying to make something happen for sure. Yeah. For, for, yeah. for those of you who, uh, aren't familiar with who Jacob Owens is, um, just search him up on, on YouTube or search up the buff nerds. You might've heard, <laughs> you might've heard the buff nerds, which yeah. the logo and everything is like money. It's yeah. so genius, dude. But, but I love like the irony is interesting. Yeah. I think that's why you did it. The buff right. nerds. Like, yeah. I mean how it started. So buff nerds, how it kind of came about is obviously like I was into video and film and generally the people in that industry or that do that sort of thing are very nerdy or mm-hmm. kind of geeky it's not it's not like you have athletes running around running film and being tech technical. cameras and being yeah. technical it's it's yeah. typically the other way around and and i was um always an athlete always worked out you know played all sports growing up worked out heavy and then my buddy who at the time i had met and was shooting videos with me was a d1 linebacker for um football team in college and we were both like we needed to start like this YouTube channel where we could start posting these like independent music videos and like little videos we were shooting and stuff. And it was mm-hmm. kind of like, yo, what, what should we call it? Like, we don't want to call it anything with our names. And it was just like, yo, we're like buff nerds. <laughs> we're, like, we're like buff <laughs> nerds. And so that's, it literally was like, yeah, that's what we'll call it. So that's where buff nerds literally came from. And, uh, Dude, bro, we're just, buff nerds. yeah. And so, and it, it and it's funny because, um, I've, you know, I got shirts made one time where, you know, I had the logo and the buff nerds and like anytime I wore that out, like people would be like point at it and be like, that's cool. I like yeah, that. Yeah. Like, you know, or what's that mean? Yeah, like they'd better. be curious, like what, yeah, what's yeah. a buff nerd? And then I'd be like, oh, that's me. That's my YouTube channel. Like yeah. I'm, you know, I'm an athlete, but I'm a filmmaker yeah. and they'd be like, Genius. that's tight. Genius. But, you know, so, um, yeah, it kind of just, that's the story behind buff nerds. Yeah. So, yeah. so Jacob is, uh, 
video director, producer, does all the, everything that right. surrounds being behind the camera and works under this, uh, he has a YouTube channel called The Buff Nerds. The Buff Nerds, and, yeah. and what's happened very recently, and maybe we could talk a little bit about this and what it's been like, <coughs> uh, like maybe like the transition between your actual maybe like commercial grind versus right. when your your online social media started to take off, right. which on YouTube the Buff Nerds has how many subscribers? Like like six. I think we're at like six hundred thirty seven. That's crazy. Now. I mean, yeah, you're considered like you're considered a player. Yeah. Like, yeah. you're you're definitely a baller amongst like a lot right. of other people on YouTube. So, um, let's you mind like shedding a little bit of, a little bit of light on how that sort of came about and you kind of like how you rode the wave of right so i mean maybe. early on it was just a place to put all the music videos i was shooting so i'd shoot music videos for local artists um and put it on the youtube channel and started like it really started as a place where i just kind of put my content that i was creating because a lot of the people i was creating for didn't have their own youtube channels like and so it was like kind of became known as this hub for like in dope independent music mm. artists and um but i would also get hit up all the time for questions of how I shot the video, like what settings, what lenses, and it kind of at the same time started becoming a where I was gaining a following for the the, the technical elements of shooting mm -hmm. these videos, and I started gaining a fan base for you know how I shot the videos, and so then I wrote a manual on how I shoot my videos, and you know would do that, and then it kind of I which would, I haven't even seen anybody else do like right right, and that idea came from my mom, so shout yeah. shouts out to mom for that from one because I would get questions on YouTube and Facebook, she's and like, like, why don't you just yeah, you're cause like, I was like, you're like, oh shit. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So mom, she uh, came through in the clutch with that one, and it's been really dope for uh, a lot of like independent filmmakers who buy the manual and they, you know, yeah. like, yo, I learned so much from this, or I learned a lot that I didn't even learn in film school yeah. because I think so much of the the medium um, nowadays is film school has such an old mindset to it where it's like oh, you make a movie and that's it. But with the internet and now, like, making videos and putting on the internet, it's, like, so different now. Yeah. Like, it's the wild, wild west out there. Right, and, it's, like, it's literally kids that are 14 years, for, Kids that are 14 years old can blow up by making little videos on yeah. YouTube. And so, yeah. Um, yeah, but then it kind of progressed into, again, it kept going with music, uh, music videos and it would always put those on there. And then it turned into a little bit, like, here and there, I would do tutorials or gear reviews, but... Um, yeah, at one point, one of the artists I worked closely with, Futuristic, who's been a day one homie, we did this video um, with Big Dawes, and we cross-promoted it, and then did the music video, and when we put it out, it just went super viral, and like overnight, we gained like, I don't know, like twenty five to 30,000 followers, yeah. and then from there, it just kept growing even faster and faster, and then... Uh, yeah, from there it's just been growing ever since. I think I was like a year and a half, two years ago. Yeah, um, no time at all. Right, right. Yeah, and, at all. and but uh, but yeah, now more so I've been putting a lot of content on there as far as like tutorials and behind the scenes of my music videos and being on set because I feel like there's a lot of people in my <coughs> industry. So interesting. They're so interesting. There's dude. there's people in my industry that are doing these big budget music videos and they're 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 major players in the game or this or that. But they don't share any information. They don't show what goes on behind the scenes. And I feel like I'm in a unique position where I can show people that. Like, there's a lot of people on YouTube that make YouTube videos, and but they're not making commercialized content that deals with, you know, thousands to hundred thousand dollar dollars worth of budgets. Which is a real workspace. Which is a real workspace where these people want to get into. Yeah, yeah. But no one's sharing that information or showing it behind the scenes. And so I feel like I'm in a unique position to share that. So I've been doing a lot more of that. 
with behind the scenes of the music videos and like helping people with tutorials and editing tutorials and because you can learn so much on YouTube now and like kids a lot of kids can't go to film school or don't have the money for film mm-hmm. school or you know are not well, near a good film like school don't so, even necessarily need to go to film right, school yeah, nowadays like, right. there's so much information I learned so film. much from just everything gr- going out and shooting and just being going out shooting learning on YouTube a little bit I didn't really watch a lot of tutorials mm-hmm. I would just go out shoot and learn from experience and grew from that and yeah. grew my reputation from that and it just kept building like I learned some things from film school but had I not gone to film school and did what I was doing with making videos and YouTube and and trying to progress in that world like I like I'm not gonna I didn't need film school because I was already missing a lot of class I got into it with my professor like in a screaming match one time in his office hours because I would miss class to go to LA to shoot a music video or I'd go to Vegas to shoot a music video and like I would skip like class or like not do follow the course curriculum exactly how they wanted because I was like going out and making money shooting music videos and putting them on my Doing YouTube channel. And, and he would call me out in class. He'd be like, and now we come to Jacob Owens, who we all know doesn't have anything to share because we'd have to like follow this plan to make our final thesis film. Yeah. And the alternative to making your final thesis film was make three music videos. Mm-hmm. And no one else was doing it. It was like the looked down upon option. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to turn in three, three of these <laughs> videos I'm shooting. So uh, I just would go out and shoot these videos and not follow this plan. And my teacher would call me out in class. And one time he pulled me into his office hours and he just, he started going off on me. I could fail you. Like I could, like in, and I was like telling him about YouTube and where I was going. He's like, oh, you'll never go anywhere with that. Like, and just like, he didn't understand. I was like, well, I have this video that just hit 200,000 views. And he kind of changed his tune for a second. and was like, well, I could still, and then all of a sudden would go back to like, I could send your stuff to five direct. He literally said this. I could send your stuff to five directors I know right now, and they'd all say it sucks. I remember I was like, I sat back in my chair. I was like dumbfounded. I was like, I was like, do that because they yeah. won't say it sucks. Right. It doesn't suck. That's why I have these views. Right. Like he just didn't get it because again, I think the film school mindset is so they so didn't, it didn't understand. I think I saw it because at the time it was right when Mac Miller started to like really pop off with these YouTube videos and mm-hmm. started to grow. And same with his director. And so I was like, I saw that. And that's what really motivated me. I said, oh, I could do something with this. And, you know, I was kind of shooting music videos at the time. And so that's kind of what inspired me. But, yeah, I ended up turning three music videos in. You guys, if you want to watch them, one of them was DY, New York Times, SK4MC Highlights, and, shoot, I forget the last one now, but... Afterwards, they're he came. They're all, they're all up on the Buff Nerds YouTube. Ooh, they're they're way right they're way back in the catalog, so you might have to dig for those. But you could probably search them. Just search those names in the YouTube bar, and they'll yeah. come up. But search them and search them and let them know that you let us know that you watched them. All on like a T2I Canon T2I Man. 5D way back in the day. Um, but anyways, after after we, I showed you know my videos at our final screenings and stuff, he came up to me and apologized, yeah. and you know because he Good. said the work was you know looked great and. And, uh, but since then he's messaged me like to this day, like on Facebook recently and multiple times, like so proud of you, been following your work ever since would love it. If you could come speak 
to my directing class, oh, and I'm like, just I was like, you don't want me doing that because I will put you on I blast. You. I will roast you in front of the whole oh, class. Like I'll be like, don't this listen, don't listen to a word this guy says. What you guys want to hear a story? Like I got something for you. Like maybe doesn't so, maybe that means you shit. Yeah, I don't know. I should, oh, and then like one time he he sent me one of the films he did recently and asked me to watch it and tell him what he thought. Like he wanted my opinion on his. He was, asking, his, for your, he was asking for my opinion. Like the roles are and then reversed. and then I didn't and then I didn't respond Damn, to the Facebook man. message. And the Facebook message, you know, it tells you when someone read something. Yeah. And so then he responded like, "Oh, my student is too good to respond to me or something like this." No. And I was like, "Dang, yeah. someone's salty." Yeah, like, he, he misses you, dog. Yeah. That's so funny. I don't know. Maybe one day I'll go back and speak and and put him on blast yeah, or something. Yeah. But totally. Well, real quick, like. Be the, just to just to tell everybody that's listening why, uh, just to point it out and articulate it and, and share with you guys why I decided to have you on is you, like you talked about putting out the manual and you talked about your butt right. nerds and then you just talked about film school. Like you went, you've gone through a couple of different routes to experiment and right. try and try your hand at video production, which at the end of the day is the umbrella of what your passion is, right? right. Um, but you... You making this attempt and going against the grain. Right. You're you're supposed to do your fill out your thesis a certain way and do these things and you're like no like right. this makes sense to me let me go do it. Right. And because this is what how I understand it let me do this and present it and I know I'm gonna do good work or you versus recognizing everybody's like yo like how do you, how did you shoot this how did you do this and you're like let me put it on the manual. Yeah. Okay manual comes out and they're like great response and now you're doing all these tutorials. And what I want everybody to recognize is, is look at you and look at how you saw what you're doing. Like it's you, like like we talked about earlier, you paved a path for yourself. Right. You know, and you can literally right. go either way with it. You just have to make a conscious decision. Right. And, and do something. Right. And, and take initiative and right. follow through and just try. It. Right. Take initiative, follow through, and you create your Five own. Five years path. ago, you would not know that you'd be working for yourself. No. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I, I recently just put a video out on YouTube called How to Make $100,000 a Year Making Videos. Because one of the questions I get a lot is like, yo, do you actually make a living making videos? Or, like, how, like some people have, like, asked me directly, like, how much money do you make? Yeah. I don't answer that. But, like, they'll, like, questions is like, can I, is this a career I can actually support myself? Can I make videos and make a living? And the question, the answer is yes. Yeah. But, like, like, I remember... When I hit $100,000 that I made in a year off making videos with, you know, the, the, the different music videos, YouTube and everything, like my manuals, like every, cause I still consider like even the manual sales and content I was putting out like that as part of it. Cause that's taking my craft and, and so, crafting something around it. That's still video production under, related. And, and like, if you would have told me in college, like when I was shooting $200 music videos and like. For local artists or skipping class like if you were to tell me that I would have thought you're crazy but yeah. it was just like me consciously making this decision following through with it and like doing everything I could to make it happen like it again it didn't happen overnight right. and like I would do a lot of things that people didn't want to do I would travel out of state to meet someone I never met for the first time and shoot a music video with them I have an yeah. interesting story about that with uh, with someone, but we won't get into that. That's a whole separate story. But like, just like, and then flying to Seattle to meet some guy I'd never met before and shoot a video on for like four hundred bucks and you do like it's like Damn. and see I didn't even know that yeah like I would do uh, and then shoot free music videos the Kyle the artist I Mr I Spy with mm -hmm. Lil Yachty who's all huge across the nation right now 
I reached out to him on Facebook because a mutual friend told me about him. He didn't have any videos out. And I was like, yo, like I'm coming to California. Let me shoot you a couple of free music videos because I was trying to carve a path for myself, mm. whether it be via YouTube or making music videos. And I saw potential in this guy and I saw it as an opportunity to build my reel up to, you know, pitch to other people or whatever and just build myself as a creative as well mm. and put out cool work. And so I shot this guy probably 20 plus music videos before Damn. I ever got paid. That's crazy. But now to this day, like it's been instrumental in me getting, working with certain artists or earning money, you know, now off my YouTube from those past videos because yeah. now they get so many views or this, like, and that's what I'm saying. Like you, you really have to put in the work, but carve your own path. And yeah. He told me, like my professor told me, I would never go anywhere with it. I saw I believed in myself and what I was doing. I saw the potential of where it could go, and I could have failed. It could have not worked, but it did. Um, and it, you know, I'm glad that I took every step I could to make it happen. Like even when I wasn't, you know, I didn't have. It's not like the jobs were coming in crazy when I was in college. It was very here and there. Again, yeah. a lot of running gun music videos. But in my downtime, when I'd be in my apartment. I would literally like, how can I get better? And I literally, I would set up a camera on a tripod, like at my bed. Mm -hmm. And I would like film myself, like freaking out in the bed and then like move it closer on the tripod. And again, like I'm having a nightmare. And then like, I would go to my computer same day, put in the footage and try and edit it. Like I was having a nightmare and do all these like overlays and practice like this, like trippy kind of nightmare effect. Right. Like I was making a horror (laughs) film and I would... Why? Because I, one, I love doing it, but I was trying to like get better at something and I was trying to think, oh, how can I do this? And like, I was just constantly doing things like that to perfect, you can never perfect anything, but you know, as best as you can, like perfect your craft and become better at it. And it's, I think it takes things like that, you know, in in whatever you're doing to be successful. And some people are extremely curious, but of that, that, that trait, that of initiative to to chase curiosity, right? Which I think for you guys listening, I think is a really important trait for anybody to be successful, especially in our field right. where it's independent, right? You know what I mean, right? Um, did you ever? Did you ever like growing up? Did you, did you ever feel like you've experienced that prior, or was has this whole sort of like uh, turning into like a director, self-made vide- videographer guy, um, your first time experiencing any of these sort of like uh, career hardships like when you're growing up playing sports or, or anything did you, have you ever had these feelings no. at any point before no I don't I don't think so yeah. no I mean I was always like I mean I think it's different for kids nowadays because with social media like you like see like kids young doing all these crazy successful things mm-hmm. and so then they're like why am I not doing that like mm-hmm. and it's it's I think it's it kind of sucks and it's sad for like a lot of kids because I feel like I, I grew up in a good time where I, I just kind of had fun and I lived like a, a fun childhood and didn't necessarily work like stress about like work and being successful and this and that. It didn't, and it, it was never a goal of mine like growing up like to like be like, oh, I got to make this amount of money and be successful. It yeah. just, the video kind of, you know, passion found yeah, me. I always love. liked it. And then it kind of just grew, like, you know, in college, I was going to film school for it because I wanted to do it, and it just kind of grew, and then there was a point, like, you know, after I graduated college, like, when I was just before, you know, that year before I moved to LA, that's kind of that moment of, like, 
all right, damn, I need to I need to make this a career for myself mm-hmm. now. Like I gotta I gotta grind and like yeah. do these do something to make this happen. You know, otherwise, like what else am I gonna do? Yeah. So yeah, it wasn't it wasn't probably till I graduated till I really really felt that because even in college when I was doing it and doing these music videos I never really had those thoughts it was more like I just liked doing it Mm -hmm. and I knew I wanted to do it but I think it was that graduating moment of like okay real world I gotta make this happen turn into a big like a a big boy right right yeah so I think that was the moment where it was like the, the stress came in a little bit like it was still fun but the 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 pressure right the pressure of like okay I need to make this happen for myself um, because what else am I gonna do? This yeah. is all I'm, I'm passionate, really passionate about, mm-hmm. and I, I, and I want it. Like I, I don't want to do anything else no, for my career. Right. I don't want to. I don't want right. to do stuff. anything else but make videos for my career. So, let me do what I have to do to make it happen. You know. No. Yeah. So. Totally. I, I love it. I love it. That's such a. I mean, that's the way a lot of people's stories are nowadays. Like you have to, you start passionate, and then at, at some point in time, you got to get real with yourself. If you're like, I want to make videos full time then you got to figure out a way to do it. You right. have to make sacrifices, right. you know? Or are, are there any, like, I'm speaking of sacrifices, are, right. there, are there any like, any that stand out to you in these past couple of years that you've really had to kind of, like, swallow a pill and, like, just be like, oh, damn, like, I have to sacrifice this to get what I, I want. Th- I know? think the biggest sacrifice would just be, um, at times, like, maybe relationship stuff whether it's family or you know a girlfriend or whatever or friendships like obviously the the older you get and the busier you get you know sometimes friendships or relationships suffer a little bit Mm -hmm. and um you know having to move out here away from friends and family it's like obviously that's that's that was the biggest sacrifice was like moving away from all that and and spending less time with all those people to pursue this so I, i would say just from the jump and continuously at now like it's that's probably the biggest you know sacrifice is just you know relationships and and I've done a good job I feel like with balancing that and especially this year I told myself like that I was gonna spend more time with like friends and family and take more trips and like so I've like already like with different friends and family I've gone like to okay this is another subject right right this is you taking these trips where you're like damn let me like just make these yeah, crazy little travel blog. Yeah, so I mean, I've just wanted to. I've always liked like traveling, but never like done it a lot. And like, I've always had the means to, but I've just crazy, been so dude. busy working. But so I had the idea of like, not only do I want to travel, but I like making videos. So let me let me combine travel and yeah. filmmaking. So like when I that's be, when it really yeah like when I started watching your travel videos, I was like, dude, yeah, dude, Jacob is on some other shit yeah right like yeah. this boy's like traveling the world with his homies yeah like getting the coolest footage like so yeah. i mean like what's that what's that like like what what have your travel experiences been like like where man like the like just this year alone i've been to you know the bahamas uh the caribbean like different places like mexico jamaica exuma hawaii thailand uh where else? I know I'm missing something else. But well, there's travel videos for almost every country. Yeah, yeah. Every time I go somewhere, I, I put out something. Whether you know, so you can find those on now YouTube. Your thing. You can find those on YouTube too. Is like just under like my playlist travel films on yeah. on the Buff Nerds. I have a little playlist, but sick, it's sick. but like no people have like super responded on responded to them more than any piece of content I put out I remember the first one I put out I got like 250 comments on it on my Instagram mm. I was like what is this 
I was like, where did this come from? Well, and like, know, I was like, why couldn't I get the support on like this music video that yeah. I was like so hyped on? Right. But like, you know what I, I think, think it is? You know right. what I think it is? Sorry to cut you off, but you know what I think it is? Is all of these things that you've been doing. Like, so everything we've talked about so far, your, your, your tutorials, your manuals, your music videos, all of the tips and tricks, you yeah. being, you being so responsive to people on Instagram, yeah. you, re- you not being afraid to reach out to people on Facebook in all of these years, like, prior to you getting to this point where you're like, I need to just travel and like be with my friends, but right. let me, let me, ref- let me film this for myself. Because right. I feel like right. when you did it for the first time, it was a huge passion project for right. you. Right. Like, you know, cause we follow each other on social media right. a lot and I, I always liked your stuff and, right. you know, I, and, and it's interesting what you can re- feel uh, through, what you, you, through social media, right. the energy you can receive from right. your friends. And right. I know, and I was excited to watch the trip because right. I knew that you were excited. Right. You know, you went to Exuma and then, right. you know, I think you went with your girlfriend yeah. and like futuristic yeah. and a bunch of like your yeah. homies. Yeah. Um, and then you put up a travel video and you were like, yo, this was my first like trip, me traveling. Right. Enjoy it. This yeah, is like yeah. ha- literally how I saw it in my eyes. Right. And it was like, it was, there was nothing that even brought your viewers to like, yo, check out this artist, like share right. repost. It was right, like, right. yo, Everything I've been teaching you on my tutorials, all the stuff I talk about in my manual, all of these vibes that I give you, like in these music videos, right. I've, I've taken all of these skills, and here's my pat my passion project. Right. Enjoy, and yeah. then boom, that's when I started. I was like, Yo, Jacob is like loving his life. He's, right. he's like traveling, doing what he loves. Right. Traveling with his friends, doing video. Right. You know, and I right. felt it, and it's interesting, like how you can kind of pick up on someone's wavelength. No, it's funny because a lot of the comments, whether it was on Instagram or YouTube videos, like literally um, the other day when I posted one of the, one of them, like a couple of the comments were like, yo, I always love these. I can see and feel your passion behind these edits or behind this content or the behind the shots, you know? And and like on Instagram, same thing. People will comment in like, yeah, like you said, and I never thought of it like that, but like, people can just through that content feel right. feel like the passion behind it and, and that's what it was I'm, I'm not getting paid to do it I'm, I'm spending my own money on these trips I'm yeah. spending my own money to go the, do the different excursions and stay at a yeah. Airbnb or a hotel or pay for the flight it's not like I'm it's it not gets these, pricey when these, you're no to go, absolutely like, like shoot so when you try to swim with dolphins it's like yeah. you gotta pay for that yeah, shit like, you can't so just it's, in the ocean it's, it was never <laughs> but it was never like I don't wanna I don't wanna pay for this cause it uh, like I just I wanted to do it and I wanted to film it and it was like I didn't really care how much I was spending like even on this like the Kauai it was so funny because after I put out a couple of the travel films then I've always wanted to go to Kauai I've always wanted to go to Kauai with my brother we tried like three different times it was either my schedule that happened or then he had like complications with his heart and things didn't line up mm-hmm. finally it all lined up for a birthday trip it was just gonna be me him and a friend and I just dropped like a travel film, like one of my more first ones, not first ones, but one like a month prior. And then when I put out, I was going to Kauai, I had like four of my friends like, yo, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. Yeah. I'm coming. Cause they just wanted to be a part of that. They saw like yeah. how much fun it was and how much fun we had. So it ended up being like eight of us. One of the Sick. artists, artists that I shoot for a lot, futuristic, uh, my brother, a couple friends, other videographers like that just came along. So um, and like we went out and just had like a good you guys time just and man. yeah, it was just, just adventure cool. around and, and film it and and again I there was it's never been a thing where I'm like yo I'm trying to make money off of this yeah. or like I'm gonna try and recoup my money or like I'm like 
I'm paying for everything. It's, you know, it's, it, I just wanted to do it. I like doing it. I wanted to share. It's a a passion of mine, like to not only like travel and be adventurous, but to make these videos and like the response I get from people also fuels that like, yo, this is amazing. I love this. It's inspirational. You inspire me to get better at filmmaking or you inspire me to travel the world one day. And like, to me, those responses, it it like fuels me like, all right, I got to make another one. I got to make this one even better. Like, not again, not to get paid or make money, but just to like, just to sh- now just you to like, like a platform to right. like share and connect with so many right. people on, I, on some real shit. Yeah, you know? yeah, and so those yeah. those have been really well responded to. I think not only because, like you said, just they can feel like I guess the passion behind it, but um, I think also at the same time everyone kind of wants to travel the world and experience it, and so it's like this is kind of their way of experiencing it and getting to like live this moment in a way like through someone else and so it's like they really it really resonates with them and so um it's just something that's more like oh it's a music video and a song with this artist so um yeah yeah, i think on a more humanistic level it's like traveling is one of the best things you can ever do right i mean i think anybody that has traveled or stepped foot in foreign country right feels like they're on foreign soil yeah like you just were you were just uh, i was just in south america for like you know about a month and some change and yeah. we saw some crazy stuff yeah. you know, Brazil, Sao Paulo Chile. was that your first time at a waterfall or swimming uh, on a waterfall or? that was my first time yeah yeah, I, yeah I, told crazy, you, right? I told you I told you it's, 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 it's like it's, it made me it made I knew bro like we were in Costa Rica yeah and, and we were you know we were there for uh, we had like three days off or something like that yeah. and and we all knew that there was waterfalls nearby and everybody was like yeah, yeah let's do it like and there's like wildlife there's zip lining yeah, yeah. and I already in my head had this over exaggerated like like movie music video movie cinematic like trip in my brain because of the videos and the pictures that you post yeah and they're like waterfalls zip lining uh 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 uh, 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 tropical rainforest and i'm like let's go okay i'm making this happen so i can and i remember you made a post you're like you're like even if it even if your purpose is to take a picture and post it on the gram get out right go do some shit right. go on an adventure right no matter what your intention is because you see you know we all we both know the value of like fresh air and right. going and seeing some something crazy that's right. so beyond you in your little like world where you're just trying to be successful right like, who cares yeah go live life and find find your passion like connect with mother nature and right. see see something so massive and, and, and that's why know. i've been doing it more this year too is i i'm, I'm also still young and i don't want to like <laughs> like i ha- i have the means to do it and i don't want to like like go through life just working 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 and not enjoying like there's so many beautiful places and things totally. to do out in this world and experience and like to yeah. to just get caught up in just working and not going and experiencing those things like yeah. there's always time for work down the road like like you know life is short too you never know when it can end and so like i've been just a, a super big proponent, you know, um, I don't know the word I'm trying to think of ambassador. right now, but ambassador, yeah, for like, like if you want to do something or go somewhere, go do it yeah, because go, like, go, go. you might not be here tomorrow, like right. you never know. So totally. just you know, like a couple of the places that I've always wanted to go, co- like and haven't because of, you know, either like I made up an excuse or because there was a real excuse, like Kauai, Exuma, and Thailand are always three places I've always been like I want to go there but you know it's just something things get in the way or like I'm like "Eh." and I've like told my and I've hit all three of them this year like and so it's like crazy things like that you just 
if you want to do something, go do it. And like I was telling uh, my brother and uh, my friend SK the other day, I was like, yo, like we were really in Thailand. Like yeah. we were walking the streets of Thailand down that. back alleys, like that. food, like you ate a scorpion off the side of the street. Oh, like, bro, we were in Thailand. Yeah. Like, and I get goosebumps thinking about it because it's like, it you're almost like, feels, what? it almost feels like a dream when you get back to where you're at. Yeah. And it's, and it's kind of crazy, but those like those memories and those thoughts, like they last forever. And they, they like, I don't know. There's just something crazy about it. And like, I was the other day again, I was like talking to him. I was like, bro, like we were in Thailand, like those, like we crashed scooters. We went to a hospital on a rinky dink thing. Like that was crazy. Like, and it, it was a sucky situation, but I look back and it's like, I can't well, you made believe, it out alive. Right. You know, I can't believe that happened. And like, it's just, yeah. I mean, same thing with like swimming with sharks on this last trip. Like, bro, we swam, we free swam snorkeled with sharks. Like, are you kidding me? Like, that's so dope. Like, like and, you didn't and, think they were going to jump at you? Or no, what? I mean, no, they like, it was this like tour. They take you a couple people out and you just free swim with sharks. But like, again, I like, I love being in the water and I just, I wanted to experience things and like, and just like have fun and adventure and experience life. And, and one of those things to me was like, yo, swimming with sharks, like that'd be crazy. And I remember we get that, we get in the boat and we get out there like three miles offshore, open ocean. And we get there and you kind of see sharks swimming below the water and they're like, all right, get in. And you're just like, uh, Uh, like we just, just jump in. They're like, yeah, put on your fins, jump in guys, let's go. And you're like, and, they and I remember I sat there and I was like, boom, and I jumped in and just like, boom, 40 sharks, just oh like, just God. swimming open ocean, deep blue, can't see the bottom. And I just went back and did it again for my second time. This last time, Damn. this time there were bigger sharks because different seasons, you know, bring different sharks in yeah, and right. stuff. And this time they were like 10 foot sharks and like, Jeez. like 25 of them. But it's like, it was by far the top three coolest experiences I've ever experienced and probably ever will experience. Like there's nothing like swimming in the open arch ocean with sharks mm-hmm. like like and, and when when people tell me like no never would i ever do that and i'm like really why like, would you not why would you not like right. you're you're telling me like you're, you'd rather like chill at home sit on the couch than swim with like some of the most majestic prehistoric creatures of all time yeah. like Crazy. i don't know like yeah so it to me like this year has been a big year for me just like I guess even stepping outside the comfort zone because traveling can be scary. It's like different, you know, Shaming. it's like different, it's different worlds, scary. different. Yeah. Like not only just the factor of like spending money and doing these things, but just like being in a different place, you know, when you're not used to, or you're not comfortable with. And like, so it can be scary on a, on a lot of different levels, but like, yeah, I just told myself that this year I was like, I'm going to do it. And I, and I, the, the goal I made at the beginning of the year, uh, was to visit a new, um, new country uh every month of the year mm. and through the yeah. first five months i've or has it yeah the first five months i did that Whew. and then uh this last month i think i i missed it like missed it just because i got like so busy with work yeah. and i kind of got mad at myself i was like dang i should have just stuck to what you know what i would said and and stuck with but it you know but what? i think i think it's more like the fact that you consciously set a challenge right. for yourself right and that challenge put you on a five-game winning streak. Right, right. A five-month winning and streak. And did I experience things that I had never experienced in my life and m- might not have ever 
experienced otherwise if I'd not like challenged myself to do yeah. that and step stepped out of my comfort zone. I had never been I've been outside the country but not not across the world. Mm-hmm. So like to go to Thailand, I remember I was excited for the trip, but at the same time I was like I didn't know what to expect. Damn, like I'm about to go to Thailand. Like what what like how does this work? Like how, do I how does how does money how do I right? Like it was it was crazy. I remember being nervous. Like I was excited, but I was definitely I might have been more nervous than I was excited because I had yeah. never been that far away from my comfort zone. That's where you usually right. have like your mom's like to hold her hand. Right. And you're right. Like, okay. Like, this is the where, where right. we go next. Then. Right. Okay. Yeah. As a yeah, kid yeah, going so. on family trips, yeah. you're, you're kind of always guided. This is the time I was like, yo, like I'm in charge here. Like this, whatever happens, like it's on me. Like right. we're, you know, and you so. You want to be scared? There's no time to be scared. Right. You got to do that shit. But now. like, I'm, I'm so happy you did it. And it just, every time I go to a new place, it makes me just want to go somewhere else mm-hmm. new and. Um, just, yeah, it's just, it's awesome to go experience this world. So if, you know, do whatever. And again, what led me to be able to do this was again, pushing and grinding early on with carving away for myself and making these videos and being able to establish a career for myself and set up myself financially to make this traveling thing a reality and go do these things that I want to do and, you know, really want to do experience. And that wouldn't have happened had I not done the other stuff on the side to get me to that point you know and so i think it's doing doing things to set yourself up successfully like that and grinding so you can do other things you're passionate about because you know most people have more than one passion Mm -hmm. you know and you know so i think that's an important thing too so in uh in in hindsight after after uh after these five months of you going on these crazy experiences and then being able to turn around these experiences and tie them into your career and right. creating these travel videos right. and, and, and being able to talk about like I watched the the, the Vertigo right. the that, tutorial. that you yeah. did in one of your travel videos right. like you kind of like you, you can see and, and this the is connections. again for you guys that are listening um, this is I just wanted to point out but you can see sort of how Jacob has has like created his own little ecosystem for uh, for uh what he does right and, and this is just literally again going back to paving your own way this is just you right um there's there's this one there's this one one line i love a, i love a one-liner like yeah anything that gets you going like like the michael jordan quotes yeah, or, yeah, yeah. um the gary vaynerchuk is this guy he's like right. an investor yeah. business guy he says document don't create mm-hmm. like my 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 friend uh my friend carlos told me that and he says document don't create because when you create you analyze and you sit and you plan for too long when you right. document you just gotta yeah. wing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go on these little uh, adventures, right. and then you're like, you don't know what to do in no, Thailand. No, I let alone it. you don't know how to film in Thailand. Yeah, I remember. Shoot, you know I understand? had it leading up to the weeks of going to Thailand. We hadn't even like booked where we were gonna stay necessarily. We we're kind of just like, yeah, we'll like figure out what we're gonna do when we get there, places we're gonna go and see. Like, we didn't have like an itinerary of what we we're gonna do, and mm-hmm. and even with on any of these travel things, really, just I just go and just kind of whatever happens happens yeah, and wing it like life, I don't like people will ask me yeah. questions like yo so do you plan out your shots for all these travel videos and stuff I'm like no, no what yeah. I was like I just go out we, we go yeah, hike like, we go this scorpion yeah. yeah yeah they, we had on the itinerary uh, go down to you know walking street and pick out a scorpion and eat it yeah. like no that wasn't yeah my, my homie Sam King coming through eating a scorpion with my brother um, but yeah it's like we don't go plan shots or anything I just we'd go have fun and I document it yeah. and film it and and then create something out of it yeah but there was never an intent like a 
you know, plan for plan, shot for shot, like, this is how I'm going to make... And then that, that takes away from the trip and the experience. Yeah, the experiences, yeah. too. And I think that's what, like, you know, a you lot of people... leave pe- room for magic. Right, you, you gotta, gotta leave room to, like, just have fun. And on this last trip to Hawaii, like, one of the... I this is kind of a cool story but this is again this is how crazy all these experiences have started to make me so my brother mentioned in the bay by Kona Bay there had been not rumors but I guess sightings of a tiger shark and there was like rumor that there's this tiger shark kind of staying around the bay Mm -hmm. he's like yo do you want to go like jump in the bay and see if we can find it and I was like yeah and so we literally went on this mission to go find this tiger shark we parked went to the bay parked we kind of climbed back through these rocks and jumped into the water to swim out. And they're knowingly that there's like a tiger shark out there. And granted, it was an awesome snorkel spot. There was tons of fish, all this stuff. But then all of a sudden, I peek my head up above the water and I see like these these fins kind of jumping. I'm like, dolphins! So we swim out and now we're just in the open ocean with dolphins. Oh, I didn't have my camera and I remember being so pissed. Like, oh, I don't have my camera. But it was so dope at the same time because I got to just finally experience it without like having to look through a lens and like film it and trying to be creative. Like I just got to sit there and like play with this dolphin and wave to him as he was like checking me out and hang. Like literally he was right in front of my face, like just looking at me, swimming at me. And I was like, like, what's up, dude? Like, and I got to like fully just immerse myself in it and, and, and experience it. But again, that that experience kind of tying back to everything I said earlier came from taking a risk mm-hmm. like we took the risk of jumping out into a water where there's knowingly a tiger shark because we wanted to go see this tiger shark and then something amazing happened right. because of that and and it was funny once we were out there they were with us for like 10 minutes just swimming me and my brother and this boat comes flying up and was like get out of the way because we were kind of like where the boats leave the harbor and head out to open ocean uh-huh. we we're kind of in that middle ground and he's like, some boat could come run you over, and blah, blah, blah. Plus, there's a tiger shark out here. Get like, close to yeah. shore. And we're like, we know. We know. We're, <laughs> we know. we're trying to find it. And, uh, have you seen it? Yeah. Have you seen it? Where's that? But it was so funny. As we're swimming back to shore the whole way in, I'm like looking back over my shoulder and under, just making sure there's oh, no man. shark creeping up behind me. But, so but yeah, so that crazy. was kind of a crazy experience and, and just shows kind of just how that, you know, all these adventures have, you know, really started like. I guess, you know, changed me and just helped me experience a lot of cool things that I would have never otherwise, you know, experienced. Right. Um, going back to my question, uh, how we got on this topic is after all of these like crazy experiences on and off camera, like, you know, we just talked about, right. um, how would you, like, is there, can you, can you maybe like articulate something that you've taken away that's benefited you as a person, as a career, like a- anything you pulled away from? Cause I know when I travel, I always come back with, uh, I'm, I'm a very, very receptive person to experiences right. and I love, I love creating experiences for myself and I feel like, I feel like I'm always kind of like shaking the bottle to see like what else can come out of it. Like, you know, right. I take anything that's calm, I'll be like, yeah, can we like make this shit exciting? Like, right. I mean, like I will, I'm always provoking people like, yo, let's go, let's go this, let's go do that. Like, right. go stand by this waterfall, let me take a picture because you create, right. you create your path for your career and you create the, your own destiny you create right. moments that you get to see you know right if you never decided to jump off the cliff you never would have you know you never would have been in the water with those with those right. dolphins so right. you're creating moments for right. yourself you know right so after five months of just the most insane travel experiences for you like the first 
travel experiences for you. Right. Um, what is something that you've taken away or how have you grown or evolved or well, like what, what have you learned? Like what, how are you different now? I think, see things? I think it's definitely changed me in the sense of like, I just like it, it's made me what, I don't know if this is necessarily, it's changed me. In, I just want to see more of the world. Like definitely first off, like I want to see more, but I've just become much more open to like, just like, just experiencing new things and saying like yes to stuff and going with the flow of things like I feel like you know earlier on I was a little more like planned and like detailed and like these trips have made me a little more like just like go with the flow whatever happens happens and sometimes a lot of things on these trips go wrong like you know it's not all just like perfect like we've had some crazy stuff happen on these trips and like stuff where it's like like damn like uh, like it just kind of sets you back and it's just like I think it's made you then like something good comes of it or it's just like there's a silver lining to it and I think just to kind of like it's made me realize that there's a silver lining to all situations or things could always be worse mm-hmm. like in Thailand my sister had a gnarly accident cracked her head way open like cut herself all up this and that like and it was like bad it was terrible like mm-hmm. but the alternative to that was like she could have died but it's like she's still here so I think one of the things that, you know, these trips have taught me is, like, you know, things could be always much worse, um, you know, and just to be be happy you're alive, be happy that you're just able to experience life, be happy, you know, that you just get a, you get to live life, and there's a lot of people that don't get to do those things um, every day when their life's cut short, so 100%. I think it's just opened me to be, a, like, just more adventurous person, a more, probably even, like, um, relaxed person i think these trips have helped me become more just relaxed and just love life more all right there you have it brick by brick episode featuring jacob owens um i hope you guys enjoyed listening to the conversation as much as i enjoyed having it it's just it's always good to catch up with my homies and uh, especially for a purpose like this and to kind of get regrounded and re-inspired by by each other you know it's good to have these conversations because for me for me it's literally the fuel that keeps me going so um it's good to just kind of talk about what's inspiring you and what's keeping you going and why you're waking up in the morning you know um we all have to have a purpose and we all have to have a motive and you know hopefully you guys find what yours is through listening to our conversations so um again i enjoyed this episode i hope you guys did too Make sure you go to the podcast app on your phone or on iTunes on your computer um, and search up Brick by Brick and show some love. Leave some feedback. Let me know what you liked. Let me know what you didn't like. or Just let me know if you guys listen to the podcast. If there's anybody that you want me to interview, I can reach out to them. So um, it's still we're still moving here. Just any any support that I get from you guys is literally just the legs for this thing. So let's keep it moving. We got some episodes coming to you very, very soon. So. Stay tuned, stay posted, follow me up at max double underscore fam. And uh, yeah, we got some good stuff coming your way very soon. All right, y'all. Appreciate you guys. Peace.